No sugarcoating here, a few email strategies have overstayed their welcome in your email marketing strategy. And in this episode, we are zeroing in on why you need to ditch these ASAP. Hey there, Storyteller. Welcome to the Storytelling Meets Branding Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle, or you could just call me your strategy-obsessed storytelling enthused copywriter of Kayo Media Publishing. The Storytelling Meets Branding Podcast is your hub for freshly brewed insights on amplifying your coaching business with the power of storytelling. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea and let's chat about how you can boldly and authentically stand out for your dream clients. Hey there, welcome back to the Storytelling Meets Branding Podcast. I am so glad that you're joining me here on this episode where I'm chatting with you about email marketing strategies that you need to get rid of as soon as possible. But first, why am I sharing these? Well, because after 10 years of writing email copy, I know for a fact that these are holding you back from connecting with your ideal client. And I also know that when you adjust your email marketing strategy, then you will be moving in the direction of better engagement. So Let's go ahead and get right on into it. This first strategy is let go of your subscriber, you know, hoarding, hoarding subscribers, you know, stacking up subscribers who barely engage with your content. It's time for you to let them go, okay? You want to focus more on nurturing a community of people who are on your email list that are genuinely interested and excited to interact with you. So this might look like having a smaller email list and the reason why I think a lot of people hold on to these email subscribers that don't open up the emails is because they want to have a certain number of subscribers and they don't want their, you know, subscriber count to be less than but I just want to remind you that a community that is actively engaging with your content is so much more valuable than a massive list that does not uh, you know want to interact with your content Uh, there's no point in having them there if they are not opening up those emails and actually you know once you get rid of them it you know it helps your open rate because you have the people there who want to uh, see what you have to say so make sure that you're focusing on building those relationships with those active subscribers make them feel seen and heard okay so important for your brand's growth and you know just not hanging on to those inactive people it just it makes you feel better as well knowing that you have people on your email list who care about what you have to say the next strategy that you need to get rid of asap And this one is a very obvious one, and it's avoiding storytelling, skipping out on storytelling in your email content. Uh, It's doing you a disservice. I have, you know, spoken to people before about, you know, about other types of content, like their website content, even social media content. And they um, mentioned, you know, I don't want to share too much. I don't want to be too personal. Well, you know, there is a balance with that in that type of content and also with your email content. So make sure that you are sharing personal stories that tie back to how you help your ideal clients you know it helps them feel connected and part of a community rather than just uh, 
number of people who are on your email list receiving some sort of marketing message. So you want to create a space where your subscribers look forward to your uh, content because they resonate with the content. You know, I've mentioned this on a previous episode before, but when you have storytelling in your email content, with any content for that matter, you want to make sure that you are tying it back to your tying it back rather to how you serve your ideal client. If you don't, then there's no purpose behind it. There's got to be a reason in terms of why you were telling this uh, narrative at the beginning of your content. So don't be afraid to share those real life stories um, that come from your experiences on your own journey. When you do this, you are, of course, establishing the no like and trust factor, you know, amping up your credibility, right? So don't avoid storytelling. The next strategy is only showing up when you have something new and by something new I am talking about when you have a new podcast episode or a new uh, video on YouTube or a new blog post or you're going live on Instagram or LinkedIn or something like that so you're only popping in when you have something new that's going on that you want them to check out this is a no. You want to have regular interaction with your email subscribers. Sure, you can share those updates, but you need to add more value to your content. Uh, in addition to you know sharing your, let's say you have a uh, email list where you want to send out uh, content once a week, or you want to communicate rather with your email subscribers once a week, but you also want to share with them those podcast updates or video updates that you have on YouTube or something like that. You could do something like, you know, at the end of the month, I'm going to share a roundup of my, um, of my podcast episodes from the month or a roundup of my YouTube videos from the month, or you can do a end of the week roundup. You can do a something like that. Uh, it's so it's okay that you send this stuff but in addition to sending that you want to make sure that you're having that still regular interaction that actually provides value that goes beyond the surface you're not just giving them hey check out this uh, new video or whatnot that's not going to do you get any good in terms of you know getting more clients either you want uh you know you want to spread more of your knowledge to them your email subscribers are special and they signed up to your email list to receive content that is so much more than hey i have a new podcast episode up or hey i have a new video up or hey i have a new blog post up you've got to give them more you got to be you know present with them not only just sharing uh that new stuff but you know sharing transparent content in terms of how you help them just continually building on that trust okay so 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 important the next strategy is ignoring feedback and engagement i know some people you know you might be afraid of even hearing feedback from other people who are on your email list so you kind of refrain from asking them about you know <laughs> feedback so if your communication strategy is just only about you know sharing content without hearing back from your subscribers 
I believe that it's time for you to change up your marketing, your email marketing strategy. Feedback is not only welcome, or it shouldn't be only welcome, but it should be actively encouraged, okay? So you want to have a, you know, a space where people can openly share their thoughts about how they think that you can further serve them. So that just gives you more insight into creating better email content you need to hear from people so don't be afraid to send out uh, emails you know every now and then that ask people to reply back to give their thoughts opinions or uh, just asking them genuine questions okay Uh, respond to those questions be genuine and respond to those questions don't just say um, reply and not be intentional about responding to them I think that you should be intentional about responding to them Like I said, your email subscribers are special. They just didn't sign up to receive a freebie or just receive surface level stuff. They're there for a reason. Uh, They are very warm leads, uh, part of your ideal client community. So take that time to respond to them if you ask them to reply back to an email or share their thoughts with you about a certain topic. Uh, It's so important that you, you know, just... Uh, make sure that you're intentional about doing those things. So hopefully these are helpful for you. Uh, I thought about these uh, a few days ago and I was like, you know what? Uh, A lot of people are, you know, doing these these and they think that it's helping them but it's not. It's doing more harm than good. So just make sure that you are treating your email subscribers in a way that is different from the way you show up on social media or any other place that someone has, you know, easier access to you. Uh, yes, there are some people that, you know, they only sign up to your email list to get like a free resource. They're not really interested in anything else. Maybe they don't like reading uh, emails or whatnot. So those are the type of people that fall into the subscriber list that aren't really interested in your content and you're hanging on to them. So get rid of those. And let's, you know, recap while we're at that point, while I'm talking about that first thing that I mentioned. So the first thing I want you to do, you know, this week, I want you to go into your email content provider, whatever you use, and I want you to look at your analytics, your subscribers and all that stuff on the back end and see which subscribers have not opened up your emails in the last I would say the last six months, okay? And you can you can take this step in sending them an email that has a very catchy subject line that's going to grab their attention to see if they still want to be on your email list. You know, this is like a last chance thing. And if they don't respond or, you know, if they decide to opt out, you know, giving them that option to opt out, then okay, send them on their way. All right. But you can go in there and see who has not, you know, been opening up those emails for a while. Send them a specific email to them and see if they want to still be there or if they want to opt out of your email list. So that was the first thing I mentioned. And, you know, avoid storytelling don't be afraid to you know show up as your authentic self I know when I am working with clients I like to ask them tons of questions about 
uh, different things to get them to open up to me so I can formulate that storytelling content. It really makes a big difference because, you know, if we're being real, you know, there are tons of other online coaches out there that probably are in your industry. And it makes a difference when you are sharing unique content or unique stories that have to do with your journey because no one else is like you. And for the most part, a lot of stuff that, um, you know, if you even scroll down your uh, social media feeds, you can see that some people or a lot of people, they tend to kind of like sound the same. Even some email content kind of sounds the same, but what really stands out? What is something memorable? It's storytelling. And I remember I recently, I sent someone a that I have worked with, a previous client, I sent her an email. Well, I didn't send her an email. It was an Instagram. I DM'd her on Instagram after seeing her recent email about, you know, why she had, you know, paused a lot of her content creation and, you know, what she had been doing and things that were personal to her and how she tied it back into how she served her um, audience. And I had to send her an Instagram DM to tell her that was a great email. Um, I really enjoyed it because of how she was able to tie it back uh, to her ideal clients and it really let people in and you just drove us on a, a great buyer's journey of what she had to offer to give people. So don't avoid storytelling. You will be amazed if you um, if you haven't used it already in a very effective way. And the last thing that I mentioned was, you know, only showing up when you have something new. Um, don't just show up when you have a new blog post or a new uh, video or anything like that. It's gonna do you more harm than good. So hopefully these are helpful for you. And wait, I did mention, you know, ignoring feedback and engagement as well. So make sure that, you know, you know, I wanna challenge you if not this week, sometime this month to have an email that goes out that asks for feedback from your email subscribers. Ask for feedback, don't be afraid and make sure that it's something that is relevant to how you serve them and make sure that you're intentional about you know replying back i know some people you might not want to do this because you're like oh it's a waste of time uh no one is going to reply or anything like that and that's okay if they don't that is totally okay at least they still know that you genuinely care about supporting them so don't be afraid to share those types of uh, emails with them so hopefully this episode has been helpful for you you know and if you're someone who is listening to this and you're like you know all of this sounds amazing and everything but I just don't want to do this. I just don't want to do this. And if that someone sounds like you, then you can, you know, more than welcome to reach out to me for more information on how to get started with done for you email copywriting and how I can support you in that capacity. And, you know, what that entails is, you know, 
not only me writing your email copy for you, it entails, you know, a very detailed email marketing strategy before any of that content is written and goes out, a very detailed email marketing strategy. Also, it includes a monthly content call where, of course, I'm asking you tons of questions. Um, I'm bringing my ideas to the table as well for your content. And then, of course, it has those uh the email content itself that is written for you. So if you are someone that, you know, is like, okay, just take it all away from me. Uh, I am here to support you in that capacity so you can, you know, continually show up as your best self to serve your clients. Now, again, I hope this episode is helpful for you. If it has been, be sure to also, you know, take a minute and leave a rating and review of the Storytelling Explaining podcast. And I will chat with you soon.